Welcome to Marketing Matters with Art of Strategy. Welcome back to Marketing Matters with Art of Strategy. Today in the studio, I have two of my favorite ladies. We have Brooke Dieterlin, the Director of Client Services, and the boss herself, Tina Winslow. Ladies, how are we doing today? Great. Great, great. We're fantastic. Yes. We're fantastic. Thanks for coming in. So we're just going to jump right into it. We were talking internally the other day, and Brooke, you brought up some fantastic points, and we, we, we thought that this would be a great place to talk about some of those points. Could you... Could you tell us what you brought up, please? Yes. You know, because I'm director of client services, I work with all the clients directly. And I listen to their questions and uh, their their frustration with um, what they're trying to get accomplished. And um, we implement a strategy. And oftentimes they come to us and they say, I'm thinking about maybe we should try this. Um, and change up the strategy a little bit. And I just wanted to know, like, what, I mean, I know internally what our team does uh, for, for our clients, but maybe we could explore what that looks like when someone changes or wants to change up their marketing strategy. Sure. Um, we welcome the clients saying, you know, hey, we want to do this, we want to do that. Uh, we look at it from a viewpoint if it's going to alter the strategy at all, but a lot of times what it does is add a layering approach, and that is absolutely fantastic for marketing. So if you have an initial campaign that's going towards one audience, adding a second audience or even re-hitting that first audience in a different way helps get your message across and actually have it sink in and them take action. So I'm thinking about in particular, one was like an email drip campaign. Mm. Um, that sounds a lot more complicated than it is. Uh, email, we usually call them newsletters, but they can be anything. It's like a blog can be anything. Um, but an email drip campaign is where you send emails at the right time for the right audience where they are in the sales cycle. Mm. So, for instance, if someone is in the cart and is almost done with a purchase, Mm -hmm. you're not going to want to send them one that says, hey, come try out our product, because they were already further down the sales funnel than if they were at the beginning, which was like, hey, here's our product. So if they're in an e-commerce type situation, you can email them and say, hey, we saw that you were in your cart, you know, with this coupon convince you to take the next step or what can we do to help you take the next step, which is a purchase. So um, that's a huge use for an email drip campaign. And it's really useful uh, capturing that audience and and directing them back into the the path that you want them to go. Right. Mm -hmm. So if, you know, it's at the beginning, that's usually like, Hey, I want to introduce you to the product a little further in, maybe you've done some research, you see through your analytics that they have gone to different parts on your site and they're kind of moving around on your site and you're like, hey, maybe you need this step. Um, It's a good way to kind of interact with clients 
in a way that allows you to advance your goal and not get in their bad graces for annoying them. So if you just send, like you've all gotten an email and you're well into a cycle with a company and then they send you an, like a, Hey, how's it going email? And you're like, no, I'm already a client of yours. You know, I need you to acknowledge the fact that I'm a client of yours. That's a great way to layer in an additional campaign. Mm -hmm. So, um, I recommend that in all of our clients, you know. Right, right, absolutely. You know, one of the things that often we have to take a look at is not only what strategy we have implemented for them, um, but how long have those strategies been implemented and what are they using as their analytics or um, their data that is causing them to want to change course? Yes. And that's a good thing that we need to look at from the beginning, which is why do they think that we need to change the course? We're always welcome to it, but right. are they seeing something that we're not seeing internally? Because mm-hmm. sometimes, for instance, we have a legal client mm-hmm. that we do work for. I don't always know, like I know how much traffic, I know how many leads we're driving, I know what we're putting in their their pipeline but then they have to look at that pipeline and go this was a good lead this was a bad lead this was a lead that didn't go anywhere but is close and we have to evaluate that and so coming back and evaluating that is always a good step Um, in terms of analytics uh, we talked a little bit about last time with Google Analytics 4 Um, I definitely think that we should tell all of our clients it's coming right now. Right. Even if you're not a client and you should be. Um, but <laughs> if you're not, you need to look at Google Analytics 4. Mm-hmm. It is not a one-to-one with uh, Google Analytics UA. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some things that from the setup that Daniel remembers. He had to go in and do all that 14 months. Yeah. Um, well. The data retention is only two months when you first start. And if you don't go change it, you won't get 14 months worth of data, which is important. Yes. So definitely do that. Um, Look at your Mm cross-channel. They have a lot more with Google Analytics 4 right now where you can look at um, where people come in maybe socially or they come in from an email or they come in organically And then what action do they take on the site? Because there's different things they do. And that reporting can definitely tell you from a funnel point of view, Mm -hmm. are these groups producing the results that we want? So you may have a ton of people coming and none of them are filling out a form. Why? You've got to figure that out. And analytics can help you track that down a lot more than just eyeballing it and be like, I think that that's what's happening. But if you get some good analytics from the beginning, you Mm -hmm. can definitely do the the metrics and check that out. Mm -hmm. Now, what about the, like, I have a lot of clients that are not very familiar with the Google Analytics 4 and how it impacts them. Um, How would you, as the owner of our agency, how would you explain to folks out there um, what to expect about the change and time frame, and do they need to engage someone like us uh, to help them, uh, you know, 
basically transition, through, yeah, yeah. transition through that process. For sure. I think that um, you don't have a choice in this. So Google Analytics is sunsetting UA July 23. I don't know the exact date in July, but let's just say July 1st, 23. It is gone. Um, and your data is gone. So if you have an old account, you definitely need to convert it over to the new account mm -hmm. and do that now. You need to go in into the data retention and change the amount of data retention that you've got. Mm -hmm. And you need to remember that with Google Analytics UA, you were looking at sessions and visits and those kind of things. When you go to G4 or GA4, mm -hmm. it's engagement. So what they're trying to do is get people to do content that engages. Right. And that's always what they've wanted. They've always wanted content that, you know, they want to send people to the right site. Google, I'm speaking of Google, wants to send people to the right site for what they're searching for. But if you don't have that set up from the beginning, you're Dead in the water. You're you're kind of dead in the water. You have to start from scratch. Right. So. Right. right. Yeah. Um. I, you know, I talking about the changes, the changes that are coming. The Google Analytics four, of course, is a major change. But, um, speaking, going back to the change in campaigns. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we talked about the drip campaigns and how changing that up can uh, be effective. Um, doing it the right way, approaching it the right way. But um, some other changes um, that, that, that we see are, you know, obviously paid advertising yes. can be a hot thing for companies and not so hot for others. Um, yes. The budget is, let's talk about changing advertising and throwing dollars at, at paid advertising. Well, a lot of times clients want to start, and this sounds not logical, but they want to start with what's free. And to them, Google Organic is free. It is not free. <laughs> Let me clear that little rumor up there. Too. It's free if you want to do it yourself. Yeah, exactly. 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 A hundred percent free if you do it yourself. Right. Um, and you know what you're doing. It is not free if you have someone helping you do it, and that's probably your best bet because there's a lot of information and a lot of data to do. But when you're doing organic, it is time so it's the long game it's the long game yeah. you're looking at 60 90 120 days right and so when you put something like when you put a quarter in a machine you want that machine to go yes you don't realize it's going to take 120 days till you start to get the claw going you know what i mean right. it's just not right away mm -hmm. but paid advertising is right away when you turn on that funnel it turns on immediately oh yeah and that is a great tool but you've got to do it right because google is very good at taking budgets right and i've talked to a lot of clients that have come to me and i've said well google said i should spend more money and so i did and i didn't get any return and i'm like hmm let's dig in um and and that that can be for a lot of reasons, but again, the analytics is going to be crucial to that. But um, adding paid advertising is a good way to enhance your campaign with the right strategy. So yes. um, using Facebook ads, using um, Google, obviously, there's a new 
one for local services called Google Local Ads that is fantastic. It's it's not just clicks, it's a call and mm. you only pay for the calls. That's so nice. Yeah, so yeah. you but it can be expensive. So like we have some clients that are doing it and it is, you know, 60 bucks a call, but that's worth it to them. And right. that's the the metrics that you have to do. Right. Yeah, these days if somebody's calling, the 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 odds that they're going to commit with that purchase are are very high with the internet. If I'm not calling you unless you're really Really worth my time. That's, you're far down the funnel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're far down the you're funnel. Right. But you know, that's that's a good thing for local businesses. It's a little harder for national and that kind of thing. But right. um, you know, getting a paid campaign going uh, with pay per click, which is PPC, and we were explaining this to a client the other day. It's a direct sale. So. You put up an ad, they've searched for that, they click on your ad. If you've got a great landing page, which is a whole nother topic, you convert them to a sale. And then you can say, this keyword led to this action, led to this sale. And then you can know what's working and what's not working. With organic, you can kind of do the same, but you measure it a little bit different. So it's, it's, Apples to oranges. It's not the exact same, but it is a good way to layer in a campaign. Right. 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 Yeah. I, I, the thing that I come, I run into when I'm talking to clients is, um, should we spend more money? And, um, you know, each of their different businesses and services depends on their target personas and, and what campaigns are already in existence. So, you know, a lot goes into account, but also I, I make sure to tell them that, you know, it's, it's budget dependent. Yes. So, you know, if you don't have a real strong marketing budget um, to utilize a lot of extra dollars for paid advertising, then it falls on organic uh, you know, efforts. Yes. Um, and I think that's what AOS, since I've been involved as a client, um, uh, that is one thing that you all were always able to, AOS always worked with me and maximized um, my marketing efforts. Um, and I love watching that happen for current clients. That's great. Yeah. And that's something that clients should take into account is that there are going to be two fees for all advert paid advertising. There is your hard cost of what Google or Facebook or if you're doing geofencing, whatever that ad network is, charges. And that's up to them. Mm -hmm. And then there's going to be a management fee, which is us taking care of the ad, getting you the metrics, right. making sure the conversions are happening in the way you want to happen. But there's a two-part cost there that clients should know about. Right, yeah. right. You know, another thing that was asked, um, social media content strategies, um, changing those up. I mean, obviously you can post uh, every day as many times as you want, um, but do you want to just throw out things that don't stick? Um, and so uh, we are a lot more thoughtful of how we put together our strategies for each client, but um can you explain shifting in social media content strategies and sure. what that might look like for AOS and the client? Yeah. So social is its own beast. Um, again, people perceive it to be free. It is 
it is not a free, it's free to join. Mm-hmm. Um, putting your content up is a, you need to think of it as an opportunity cost because you are going to give up your time to create content and that time needs to be accounted for. But a lot of times people just put up whatever they're thinking at the moment with no thought behind it and it doesn't usually lead to conversions. It it, it gets your message out there and that's great. It's great for awareness. Brand awareness, yeah. But it's not so great for conversions. Mm-hmm. So when you want to add an social campaign we want to think about the persona that we're talking to so at the beginning of every account that we do we work with you to help you identify your personas your your brand personas who's buying your product what do they look like like down to the details like you know they shop three times a day or what is it that they're doing that makes them different and how can we talk to them once we have found a way to talk to them, which is sometimes through advertising channels, it may be Facebook, Instagram, it may be Google, it may be geofencing, it may be one of those those avenues. But when you find a way to talk to them, getting a message out that's going to help convert them is going to be key. So if it's about awareness, great, make it about awareness. If it's about Converting, maybe put a call to action in there. Call, fill out the form, check this out, sign up for this class, whatever it is. Get a discount, right? Yeah, get a discount. Give them a reason to click on that link. If not, they're just going to go, great, thanks. You know, you have to kind of pull them into the funnel. And so what I get a lot of times is social people wanting to just put content out Mm -hmm. and then they forget about the community building. And the community building is once you put out content, are you responding to it? Are you saying thank you? Are you integrating with your clients? Are you pulling them into your funnel in a way? And and that's where social media, you can do it, but you need to do it in a thoughtful way as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know you have a lot of opinion in regard to the marketing strategy. I mean, coming from... Um, I mean, you're young uh, and you're very tech savvy and you're uh, very astute to trends and how AOS can keep up um, and maintain um, a level of, uh, I think, expert level um, information on how to take each of our clients' campaigns and make them work. And um, you have very strong opinions yeah. about social uh, media and what doesn't work and what does work. Have you noticed any trends in the social media content strategies or things that you're seeing that the viewers may want to know about? I'd say when it comes to, it's like Tina was saying, we, we must collect data uh-huh. to know who our clientele are. Uh-huh. Because if you look at social media in a very broad scope, uh, you know it's a majority of, of young users. Right. Uh, let's we have we have a law client, we have realtor clients, we have restaurant clients. Are the thirteen year olds dancing to TikTok videos, buying that? No. Right. So we must collect data and figure out how to implement a strategy to get to these people who will buy to get the conversions. Yes. And then it takes calls to action. Uh-huh. <clears throat> people think that social media, you know, we, we, it blows up because, you know, we see these, we see viral people. We see, 
we see like brands of faces constantly, uh, yes. people representing themselves, entrepreneurs. Uh, you know, if you're, I feel like if you want to have a, a strong, successful social media campaign, mm -hmm. then you should have somebody who is uh, the face of your brand. Uh, if if you're in the position to do so, if not, if you're just providing services, then yes, you really must look at the data. Right. And then from that data, that's how we can move forward. Yeah. Because you can, you can just, you can just post, you can post all day. I can oh. make a post right now on Facebook, <laughs> right. on all of it. <laughs> right. All of us can. Yeah. Is, right. it, is that going to make us any sales? Not if I'm not choosing what I'm saying, you know, uh, who I'm saying it to. Right. Uh, or guiding them through a path. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It, it's it's all about it's funneling people down, uh -huh. and in particular with social media, with the internet in general, but with social media, it's so broad. Uh -huh. Everyone can see it, and right. everyone will see it. Yeah. But sometimes the people that you want to, they're not. You know, it's they just, may not be in that location. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of one of the things that we look at as a company, and where Daniel has become so valuable not become is valuable um, is that you have that vision of where people are hanging out in age groups that a lot of times as we have aged, we stayed with our current group, which is, you know, Facebook, LinkedIn. Right. And you're like, Hey, that's not where people are hanging out now. Yeah. And we're like, Oh, we need to investigate that and get to know that. And if you don't have that fresh blood that comes in and says that, then you can become stayed and marketing is not a stayed profession. Right. Mm -hmm. So, Having you there is crucial to letting us know when things are going to fall flat or when they're going to, you know, the data helps us too. But I, a lot of times it's also knowing the trends. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and you're especially good at that. So Yeah, I, I love that we have a team member that comes in with a whole different attitude, uh, aptitude, like knowledge base. Um, he is, he is critical to what we're doing. And we were talking in the car the other day about, um, TikTok and how everyone wants to ride the TikTok train and how it's more for entertainment. And so we try to let people know that if you can, if there's some way you can do a call to action or get some, you know, get some, uh, leverage, uh, by using that channel, then certainly. But um, for us, we view it as more of an entertainment channel. So we encourage more Reels or yeah. um, LinkedIn or Facebook. And or that's twofold right now for Reels is that, well, in general, TikTok is also owned by China. Mm. And not just China, but China's military. Right. So it's... It's you're putting your information and there's a lot of information that you're giving them. Right. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. I'm just saying be aware. You're right. Be oh, yeah. aware. Somebody owns everything that you're putting your information on. Yes. It's, you're giving it away regardless. Yes. But, you know, you, you should. Again, you should have a strategy as to right. how you're going to do it. And, you know, are you selling something that a majority of the users are even going to buy? Right. Because if you're not, it's just like Google. It will take your money. <laughs> like, we're gonna take. Please, you want to spend it? Please, right. come on, come on, come on. But it's you're not gonna get those conversions if you're if you're selling car insurance to thirteen year olds. They're, right. Yeah. Oh well, not the right audience. Nobody's gonna buy. Right. Yeah. And I think we talked about it on a, a internal level that we're gonna have a discussion on one of these about funnels mm -hmm. and about how the back to basics goes. 
And I think that that would be a good point if you're listening to us to start there because that's going to be a good back to basics. If you're wanting to know how to build a campaign from the ground up, that's going to be where you start. Right. Well, obviously, there's always exceptional material discussed on marketing matters with Art of Strategy. But, um, yeah, one reason to tune in for the next time. I definitely think that that's important. Is there anything else that you can think of in regard to clients and change of strategies that's important for the viewers to know? Let's see. Well, we've covered covered G4. We've covered our our opinions on the various social media things. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything, is there anything, Tina? Have, do you have any? I think any? that we've covered it. I think the, the bottom line is, is change can be made. Uh, yes. Change can be done. Um, we don't always encourage it depending upon the results that they're getting from the current campaign, but um, we're always open to listening and exploring with our clients to, um, to just see what test uh, different, different results for them. We're all about testing. We're all about putting it out there. And if we don't suggest it and they do, that's great. We'll layer it in. We just want to do it where it's part of the bigger vision and it's tied in with how we're going to see results so that we can get the best results for our clients. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think the, I think the, the biggest thing and not to speak for everybody, but the biggest part to pull away from this is that we're always willing to adapt with your strategy and all we want is the best for our client. And we're willing to we're willing to shift and change uh, depending on what your needs are, but we also want you to understand as the client because part of our job is to understand what your needs are coming to us. You know, some people just we we want sales, we mm-hmm. want we want conversions, but you know what does that mean for you? What are the what are the things that we can implement to help you? And you have some suggestions. We're totally opening to we're open to hear those, but we also need to figure out how we can mold that in with things that need to be done. A lot of people, you know, it's like you say, the, the, this machine just does, it's not a push button start. It is, it, is a, it is a beast that you must tame. And you, if you don't take the time to tame it, it'll knock you down. Yeah, it exactly. And it's ever changing. So, so Marketing Matters, this podcast and the AOS team is always ready to take questions and help others figure out how to make it happen for them. And that does bring us to this question, or not a question, but if you have a question or you want us to talk about a topic, please leave a comment wherever you can down below. Yeah. <laughs> wherever right. that is, where this is posted, please leave a comment and we will talk about that topic. Well, ladies, thank you for coming in. Thank you for listening to Marketing Matters for Art of Strategy, and everybody, have a good day. Mm-hmm.